Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast as we share the truth concerning these last days and what you must do to save yourself from the violent times that are just ahead. Today's podcast is a word of truth accounting of the end times. The end is coming. The end is near. Today's podcast is entitled End Times 218, Times and Seasons of the Restoration, Part 5. The podcast objectives are reveal the only name that can save us, analyze the value of the name of the Son, review the argument concerning the name of the Son, and analyze the power behind the restoration of the name of the Son. This lesson contains timelines and other visuals. Therefore, if you are listening to the podcast, I advise you to watch the video version on our website or YouTube or request a PDF of the lesson so you can add the visual effect. Whereby we must be saved. Now, in the most recent podcast, we analyzed the revelation of the name of the Father in these last days. Specifically, we proved how this revelation is a sign concerning the time of the restoration of the nation of Israel. Likewise, we revealed the name of the Father is the fundamental component of the seal of Elohim. The spirit of truth is the focal component and the name of Yahushua Messiah, the only brought forth son of Elohim is the critical component. Therefore, in providing a final witness to the times and seasons of the restoration of the nation of Israel, we must analyze the revelation of the name of the Son. Yahushua is his name. He is our Messiah, and there is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. The word of truth reveals this decisively and consistently, specifically through the working of miracles, healings, wonders, and other spiritual phenomena, all of which were executed in the name of Yahushua Messiah. On one specific occasion, Kepha, who was Peter, healed a lame man for three specific reasons. One, it was the will of Elohim. Two, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And three, he invoked the name of the Son. Yahushua Messiah. In the book of Acts, chapter 4, verses 8 through 12, we find Then Kepha, filled with the set apart spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if today we are called to account for a good deed towards a sick man by whom he has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel, that in the name of Yahushua Messiah of Nazareth, 
whom you impaled, whom Elohim raised from the dead. By him, this one stands before you, healthy. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under the heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. The unlimited value of his name. Now, most believers have no controversy with the principle that salvation is in the name of the Son. This is in large part due to the fact that the spirit of truth bears his name, wherein lies the source of all power and authority in the heavens and on the earth. John 14, 26 reveals, but the comforter, the set apart spirit, whom the father shall send in my name, he shall teach you all and remind you of all that I said to you. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And Jehoshua came up and spoke to them saying, all authority hath been given to me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make taught ones of all the nations, immersing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the set-apart Spirit, teaching them to guard all that I have commanded you, and see, I am with you always until the end of the age. Amen. In addition to the Spirit, authority, and power, the name of the Son is the source of our blessing and our prayers of supplication, such that we obtain all we have need of. John 14, 13 through 14 reads, And whatever you ask in my name, that I shall do, in order that the Father might be esteemed in the Son. If you ask whatever in my name, I shall do it. John 16, 23 to 27 reads, Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he shall give you. Ask and you shall receive, in order that your joy might be complete. And that day you shall ask in my name. And I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father on your behalf. For the Father himself does love you, because you have loved me, and have believed that I came forth from Elohim. Thus we see clearly, there is love for the name of the only brought forth Son of Elohim. Truly, these scriptures barely scratch the surface concerning the unlimited value of his name, and we are better than blessed to be counted worthy to know it. A case that has been closed. Now, although many believe in the importance of the name of the Son, there is controversy concerning his name. And this controversy is greater 
than the controversy concerning the name of the Father. Here is why. The name of the Father does not contradict the former embrace of the titles offered to us by mainstream religion. Yahuwah is his name, and his name is not in opposition to his appropriate titles. On the other hand, the primary opposition to the name of the Son, which is Yahushua, is not an appropriate title, for example, Messiah. Rather, it is a different name altogether. Enter Jesus Christ. Now, unlike the association between Yahuwah and the various titles that have been assigned to him, Jesus is not a title that has been accurately assigned to Yahushua. Quite the contrary, Jesus is an altogether different name. Here lies the problem, i.e., the Savior of the world does not have two different names. And thus, we, those who are born in Christianity, are forced to choose between Yahushua and Jesus as the name of the only brought forth son of Elohim. The truth is, it's not really a choice if you are guided by the spirit and common sense. For the Messiah, i.e. Mashiach, was of Hebrew origin, and thus he would have been given a Hebrew name. For that reason alone, Jesus cannot have possibly been his name. We can further prove this because the Messiah testified that he had come in his father's name. In effect, the name of the father is found within the name of the son. This we see clearly. Observe, Yahuwah is in Yahushua. John 5.43 I have come in my father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, him you would receive. Now, I could go on, but to do so would be somewhat futile, for as we have already revealed, the restoration of the nation is already over. The first season in these last days has already ended. Therefore, there is little to no value rehashing an argument that the Father has already concluded. There is little to no value reopening a spiritual case the Father has already closed. The name of the Son is Yahushua Messiah. It is not Jesus. There is no translation nor transliteration that can equate these two names, these two men, or their destinies. And if this is not something the Spirit has already revealed to you, then you are farther away from the kingdom of heaven than you think. To embrace them all. Notwithstanding, there is value in hardening our beliefs in an uncommon and or unpopular truth. True, 
we are observing the restoration of the name of Yahushua from a historical perspective, yet we are also observing this season from a perspective of the present. To wit, the spirit of Elohim bears the name of the Son. Therefore, it is impossible to operate in the spirit in these last days if you have not received the name of Yahushua, Messiah. It's a non-starter. Now, the key to understanding this statement and marrying it to our former realities is its association with these last days. This is crucial to understand for the following reason, which I will offer as an interest point. It is true that many have operated in the spirit in times past without knowledge of the name of Yahushua Messiah. However, this is not evidence that there is power in any other name. Quite the contrary. It is evidence that the Father loves us and he has operated on our behalf, even though we have been and yet are ignorant of many spiritual matters. This includes the name of his son. Plainly speaking, many of us have experienced healings, miracles, and effectual prayer using the name of Jesus or perhaps another name. Here again, this is not evidence that there is power in any of these names. Rather, it is a testimony of the Father's patience, his kindness, and his love for his people, as well as his appreciation of our ignorance. However, my dear friends, my dear friends, that day is over. The times of ignorance has come to a swift and decisive end, for the hour of restoration has fully come. From now, Yahuwah is commanding all men to repent and to throw away all the lies we have inherited from the religious circuit in this predominantly Gentile world. Jeremiah 16, 19 reveals, O Yahuwah, my strength and my stronghold and my refuge, in the day of distress, the Gentiles shall come to you from the ends of the earth and say, Our fathers have inherited lies, futility, idols, and there is no value in them. Acts 17, 30-31 reads, Truly then, having weakened at these times of ignorance, Elohim now commands all men everywhere to repent. Because he has set a day on which he is going to judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed, having given proof of this to all by raising him from the dead. Now, this passage speaks to the spiritual model of repentance. And seeing as it is one of many spiritual models which has been contaminated within the church circuit, I will address it with the following interest point. 
repentance is not achieved until you turn away from the path you are on and you begin confidently walking down a new path. This is precisely why Ecclesiastes tells us there is a season to throw away. In effect, when Elohim commands us to repent, seeing as he will no longer overlook our ignorance, we must heed his spiritual conviction and act. Remember, the same way you cannot walk in darkness and light at the same time, you cannot hold on to spiritual error and simultaneously walk in truth. And although there are many questions I am sure many will have at this time, I will only address one in this podcast. All others can be directed to me via our website. The question, why did the Father ordain the restoration of the name of the Son to occur in these last days and not before? The answer, because everything he does not only has a purpose, it has a time, and it has a season. For this order, Elohim is sealing his set-apart ones. That is the season we are in. And in order to seal us with his spirit, we must have all the ingredients required to obtain the seal. Here lies the inflection. And this is the final point I will make on this matter, although I could honestly make many more. And so I will ask you to consider this matter carefully as you endure the current season and labor to obtain the seal of Elohim. You cannot obtain the seal of Elohim if you do not possess all the ingredients to it. You must have the spirit of truth. You must have the name of the Father. And you must have the name of the Son. For the Father has given us his spirit, and his spirit bears the name of the Son, who is our faithful high priest in matters pertaining to Elohim. This illustration denotes an infinite cycle concerning the relationship between the Father, His Spirit, and His Son. Heretofore, to embrace one is to embrace them all, and this is the prevailing requirement upon the seal of Elohim. Now, here is the final word. To answer the popular question, what's in a name? I would simply say everything. Like most spiritual matters, this is not something you will ever experience or understand if the Father has not called you or if you have not made the choice to follow him. Moreover, the same way that the times of ignorance have come to an end, so has the day of arguing. It too has come to an end. This is why I will continue to speak with authority and on behalf of the Most High Elohim. And those who don't believe 
can wrestle with the word of truth, I have been commissioned to share to their own destruction. For what if some do not believe? Shaul is asking this question somewhat facetiously, for he knows the majority of mankind will not believe, neither will they be saved. For he, like Yahushua, knew the majority of men are liars. And while some are slowly and some are quickly sinking down, Elohim is taking us higher. And remember, this season is not only about embracing the name of the Father and the name of the Son. The restoration is a spiritual movement in which the set-apart ones are throwing away all the errors and the lies that would prevent us from obtaining the seal of Elohim. My dear friends, Jeremiah clearly states that in the day of distress, the Gentiles would come to Yahuwah Elohim, confessing that they have inherited lies. Is it so hard to see that the day of distress is now? Is it so hard to understand how a time of great distress will follow? And the leading frames of these last days is simply to prepare us for what is to come? I think not. Neither is it hard to see how we are presently in a season of surplus truth, and to all truth we must fall in line. For although the restoration was a blip to many who were called, to the chosen it was a sign. Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast, End Times 218, Times and Seasons of the Restoration, Part 5. And the next podcast is entitled, End Times 220, The Messengers of the Restoration. I will post this podcast on September 25th, 2023. Until then, my friends, Continue to be led by the spirit of Elohim. Continue to watch. Continue to pray. Continue in fasting. And most of all, continue to be focused. For the end is coming. The end is near. <laughs>